a man. And you know what I am now? I'm a winner. And what I do is I associate with winners. We didn't start until... Hello, everyone, oh. and welcome to another episode of the Four Choppers Podcast. Jason's already talking over me. Everybody's laughing. Hello, everyone, this and welcome to another it. episode. Uh, oh, sorry. thought I was doing it. Oh, no, that's pretty good. Keep it going. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note, welcome everyone to the Four Jobbers. You can tell it's going to be a very special episode. It's already off to an incredible start. But we actually have some exciting things to talk about. Usually, I don't know if we're that excited to talk about the wrestling content. We're more all about the banter on this show. But we had some good wrestling content this weekend. But first, his name is The Body. From Kirkcaldy, Jordan Dees. How you doing? Oh boy, what a week it has been. Um, from incredible wrestling and storytelling abilities to me having a blocked toilet at my home. <laughs> I actually had to ensure that I scheduled my my uh, my movements, if you know what I'm saying. I had to schedule them at work. Um, so that was always fun. If it's fine. I wouldn't be able to do that. There's no chance. It's tricky. Like I don't I don't enjoy it because you know you're sitting there and then somebody comes in and you can hear them in the stall next to you or whatever and you're like Oh man, like I know how bad these can be. Um yeah, I thought it was bad at the Apple store because you're all polite and all of that. Now that I work in an office, people do not give a fuck. They just get in there, they let it rip, they really don't care. They go to the stall, they fart while they pee, like maliciously. Not even like a, oops, sorry, like at Apple, you'd get like a, ooh, sorry, or something. Well, you know, it's all good. Shout out to uh, our cleaner, Violet, for uh, sorting that problem oh, yeah. out. You know, it's all good. Oops, but sorry. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> well, it's better than just like shitting yourself yeah, while you're being like, and just like acting like you know, you're unaffected. Leaving big skiddies down the side of the bowl and everything like that. Like, at least say something. Skid marks. Skid marks. But I'm also I've also had a few wobbly pops today, so I'm uh, I'm probably not going to indulge um, during the pod tonight because I have had a few absolute lies. Oh, oh there it is. He's pop. He's God, he's popping a tenants. He's got a beautiful Oban fourteen as well. Whoa! He's going all out. See, if I have Michael Cole, I would look at that and go, what's he going to do with it? What's he going to do with the whiskey? <laughs> well, I think he's going to drink it. Oh. Ooh, the giggles. There oh. it is. Fuck out. Is that a Son of dentist. Is that a key? Ladies and gentlemen, the Wax Mamba. How you doing, Ryan? I'm, uh, I'm giggly. Giggly and jovial, yes. despite living in a prison. Um... You know, got got myself a, a little prison. Why, why, why a prison? What's We're locking on? down again, baby. His own prison. Oh, you are the prison of the mind. That's right. Welcome. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yes. Enjoying a Uso. little Sleeman. Welcome to the Waxman Penitentiary. <laughs> Se- <laughs> Second week in a row, Jason, Jason talks over me. Uh, <laughs> <my intro. laughs> really want to be introduced or what? <laughs> getting no sold, getting buried. Oh, well, he is the enigmatic. <laughs> The charismatic, the mysterious, the bizarre one. His name is They Hate Jason. How you doing? It's They Hate Jason. I'm Sean. I thought it was going to be a rap. (laughs) I'm Sean and you Marty. If I was a stable evolution, you'd a lucha house party. No offense to them. 
but they're mid card at best. I'm the chief of this pod, like Roman without his vest. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yes. Like wow, you are so early two thousands, John Cena. It's unreal. I love it. Oh, that's yeah. the best one. <laughs> True. Yeah. Love so, it. So, guys, I mean, usually this is where you talk, Jason, and say, "What's going on?" I say, "How you doing? What's happening? What's going on in the world of Jason?" Um. Well, I slept probably like two hours last night. Uh, don't know why exactly. Uh, I just couldn't fall asleep. And uh, when I woke up, I was like really hot and I thought I had a virus of some sort. But <laughs> let's be honest, you thought it was COVID. Yeah, but it seems to have gotten better. And I don't feel like I have a virus now. So that's you good. really hope. Can, yeah. how, what, can you guys get tested like readily yeah. over there? You can go get tested. I, I mean, think, I guess uh, so for anything. Uh, well, not for anything. You can get tested uh, even if you don't have a uh, symptom. <laughs> At our hospitals, you can get tested. You for stick anything. that thing up your nose, and they can tell you that you got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason. If I was you, I would just, I would just stay at home. I feel like if you get tested, they're going to find all fucking sorts of stuff. So yeah, I've been delaying some tests. <laughs> no, this guy's at the doctor every week. Don't worry about him. Ah, uh, okay, cool, cool. Constantly getting checked up. Are you going to sleep tonight? Are you hoping for another Well, like when you don't when you evening? don't sleep uh the next night you're thinking about how you didn't sleep and then it you know, it's like a a cycle. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be thinking about how I couldn't sleep so then I can't sleep. So I don't know how I'm going to break the cycle. Maybe CBD. I'll watch Raw. A full <laughs> Raw. <laughs> but it will definitely put you to sleep. Yes. I did watch Raw this week. Did you guys? watch wwe raw this week yes uh, i watched did. the highlights yes. i watched the whole thing uh, i watched the highlights i was a little hungover from the unusual wrestling on sunday well unusual not not every week we get wrestling on sunday but this week we did yeah me and brad and watched every week. live we watched together together Oh, man. It's the first time. It's the first time I sat down and watched a pay per view and like and like scheduled time. Like I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna focus on it. Turn it up loud. It's the first time I've done that since no the Royal Rumble. Full zone. Yeah, I I miss that. That's a sh- like I can't do that. So I can I can watch it live, but I need to either have the day off the next day or die yeah. while I'm at work. Because yeah, I remember that in the yeah. UK when we would get together, you'd have to have everybody has the next day off, especially when you work in retail, because you know you're probably working the next day no matter what day it is. Yeah, and it's at like twelve o'clock. Like the pre-show starts at starts at, the pre-show starts at like eleven. So, <laughs> like you, you watch the pre-show and then at midnight you're like, cool, I now have three to four hours left of wrestling and like obviously we'd be together before yeah because it's super late and we'd be drinking so by this point you're destroyed so you're just hoping you can stay awake or remember anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's the 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 cross we must bear in the uk to watch quality wrestling and then we watch it and we realize it's probably not quality but that's okay that's all good so speaking of Cross, she was not on the show. No Nikki Cross. No Shayna Baszler. No Nia Jax. 
was we still it, don't know what it was, right? Yeah, it's just that not cleared medically. Was there an official statement? Because like they said during the show, which obviously we're going to go through it piece by piece, but they said during the show that they were not cleared medically. But it yeah. seems unlikely that three people were not cleared medically who are not, you know, that who had nothing prior to this that it was anything other than what we expect it to be, right? Stuff to say. They um, uh, the nomenclature around superstars being out is weird, and I don't think WWE does this. But speaking from the NHL. They, at least for their return to play bubble, which concluded last night, by the way, um, instead of saying a player was injured, they said that he was simply unfit to play. It didn't matter yeah. what he was out with, it was just unfit to play, is, is the delegation they used. I don't know if any other league has done that. I haven't paid much attention to that part of it. That's but specifically for COVID-related, or that's just anything. a general term general term now because of the bubble? And general term because of the bubble. Okay. For, for Premier League football over here, it has been... Soccer. It's exactly. It has been very explicit. These players have tested positive and are not playing. They have it was not... It actually a big game that just happened, wasn't there? Was it... Uh... Well, there's, there's like always a, soccer. An, another another uh, ten guys are out as of yesterday uh, in the Premier League. But yes, there was there was an EFL Cup tonight. Um, Gareth Bale, I saw him celebrating. So whatever t- new team he's on, they won. <laughs> well, it's good to know that you follow. Um, it is to- <laughs> Tottenham versus Chelsea in the um, fourth round of the EFL Cup, and it ended. Oh, that's right, because Mourinho beat Lampard Absolutely. for the first time. Yeah. It, en- so it actually ended one-one, and it went to penalties and ended five-four on penalties, which is Spurs. Uh, interesting. The Spurs, the Tottenham Hot Spurs. The hot spur. I used to like their uniform. They had Under Armour. There was yes, that's right. Yeah, I think they um, actually. I don't. Oh think they ever released an exact i think they just said if it, uh, if it was corona clear. they wouldn't say they hide that well because like, right away i mean you'd have to have everybody tested like it would be super serious anyone that's come in contact with them they'd have to you know potentially shut down so but that's i mean that's also, the point i'm making none of like, our business no if it's of course if they don't have to if they're taking all the precautions wwe i'm speaking of then if the superstar doesn't want us to know do they have to disclose it to us? I don't think That's so. A personal thing, no? It doesn't necessarily, unless Nikki Cross is going around signing autographs and whatnot, which I'm sure she isn't. I think, right. uh, yeah, you know, it's not like Tom Hanks who decided to release the statement or the, or the Rock who just recently decided to. I think that's still something that's still a medical detail. We could be told of numbers and we can be told of, you know, cases and things like that. But I don't think we can say, you know, Johnny tested positive and got a isolate him and to point him Tom out. Hanks gets it, goes to a small island in Greece, takes his mask off and breathes on everybody. Oh, but I'm a celebrity. I can do what I want. Is that a new yeah. movie? Even though I, I love him as an actor. But I thought that was a pretty rat movie. Yeah, that was a silly move from him. Did he do that? Yeah. I thought he got it filming in Australia and he isolated and then he got over it and that's that. Yeah, maybe there was some, some isolation, but still, you know, you just got it. We, we didn't know a lot about it at the time. And you go to a small island I mean, what happens to infect a little island like that? Tom Hanks oh. infects an island. What a heel turn. That'd be a crazy storyline. <laughs> <laughs> On a heel turn. <laughs> Tom Hanks! No, Tom Hanks! I don't think, do it! I, get, no, I no. guess it's just a little bit trickier in the era of wrestling that we live in where everything, mm. you know, the line between kayfabe and reality is quite blurred. So 
you know, we all, you know, we already kind of know why they're not there. So why are you not just telling us? But maybe we don't know. Maybe we're just speculating. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Kayfabe. They know. made it nice and short, though. The pay per view uh, <laughs> trimmed trimmed a little fat off. Not to say that it wouldn't be a good match, but you know, like I don't really care that I missed it. I'll see it another time. And it made a nice uh, short pay per view. Yep, I would agree I with like that. I like leaving room for, you know, some nonsense, some tomfoolery, if you will. I enjoy some more vignettes, more skits, even if it was just with the legends and stuff. I'm fine with it. I like having yeah, some more stories. They, they, they didn't do that. They just gave, they, they went, okay, we've got an extra 20 minutes to fill. What will we do with it? Oh, let's give, let's give Randy Orton a 20 minute entrance. Yeah. As he hey, should. Maybe if that was that the match longest thing I've ever sat uh, It was Drew literally Gulak five minutes of him looking off. But it was just one five minute minutes for of him looking off into the audience, the non-audience. What's the point? It's so stupid. <laughs> he also moves so slow, and uh, it's like methodical. Uh, but at the same time, like he's forty-five years old. We'll get to it later, but some pretty slow, slow movements. Oh, <laughs> All right, do you guys want to talk about the show? Let's Is talk about wrestling. To about no, let's do it. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, excellent. Get on Thank with it. <laughs> You're welcome. Let's get on with it. Speaking of, we just put out a little video. It's a recap of Clash of Champions. Now, this is just a pilot. We have been talking about doing a video series for a while. We wanted to get it going. And when it comes to making something creative, it takes some... You have to start somewhere. So you know what? I had gotten home. I didn't want to do it, obviously. But I was like, fuck, I have to do this. I hadn't eaten anything all day. I was like, I don't care. I need to film this. Then I was like, tired and hungry and barking at Jason. Like, if I do this, this better be edited right away. Which, you know, obviously, it, it takes a lot of work to edit this stuff. But I was hungry. Well, we did the video, Cap of Clash of Champions. I hope you enjoy it. Go check it out. It's on our Instagram, at the Four Jobbers. All right. Brilliant. So, the pre-show. It was supposed to be something else. But instead, we got Cesaro and Shinsuke versus the Lucha House Party. What would you guys think? I didn't watch it. Fair. Oh, All right. I'm glad I uh, I tuned in. I wasn't going to watch the pre-show because I figured, because I had heard that the match that was going to be on the pre-show was taken off and they were going to, I thought they were going to throw together something last minute. I didn't realize they were going to move another match onto the pre-show. And as much as this match is relatively inconsequential, I was looking forward to it. I like Shinsuke and Cesaro and the Luchas all as in-ring competitors. And it was a good match. It was solid. It was pretty much what I expected it to be. It, took, it was just good. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was good. Solid match. Yeah, that's yeah, solid match. Good workers. Good chemistry. Jason. Uh yeah, it was uh, it was a good opener because you could rely on them to put on uh you know a good match as far as like work quality. Uh, there was no real doubt into who would win this match in my opinion. Um, we all but, got it you know, right by the way in our predictions. Know, yeah, it just gets people warmed up. And uh, they did that, so good for them. Yeah, solid match. Nothing more to say to that. Um, I still, I was hoping for Lucha House Party to break up or something because they kind of been teasing that. And I think these guys deserve something better. 
and it seems like we're going into a direction with WWE now where things are a little bit darker. Retribution, the Hurt Business, even Drew McIntyre and Randy, um, Aleister Black and Kevin Owens, and we still have groups like the House Party. They're still just not believable in terms of they're going to beat someone up, in my opinion, because they're a party. But I hope that changes. Yeah, I, I don't watch enough of them. Yeah. That's my problem, is that I just kind of, like, they've how long have they been Lucha House Party? Like, how long have they been a stable or tag Who's team? in the party? I know, <laughs> Kalisto. I know uh, Kalisto. Grand Metallic. Kalisto okay. Grand Metallic and Lince Dorado. I didn't I know believe. that guy. I don't know who that is. But like he's good. I, I, like I, I don't believe that they're credible because they haven't done anything yet. Yeah, that's that's true. Also, you know, um, other than become number one contenders somehow for for this title, I haven't really seen them do anything. So I don't really, I'm not inv- involved in their storyline. I guess arguably they became number one contenders by virtue of every other viable tag team breaking up or being injured. Um, so that yeah. that's another difficulty but that's a whole other thing with the tag team division at large that is um, a very good way to become number one contender yeah outlast everybody Just else basically yeah. by virtue of not getting hurt <laughs> yeah. that's how lana is rising to the top of the women's division as all the other women disappear <laughs> eventually she's going to be champion <laughs> the only other thing i'd i'd yeah. say from the pre-show real quick uh, is sammy Zayn cut a great heel promo that uh, mm. if you didn't watch the pre-show mm. you missed a really really good heel promo by sammy uh, just coming onto that uh, panel and just barking at everyone and <laughs> yelling at Booker. Booker, I expected you to be on my side, and now if I lose somehow, you're gonna. It's because you threw it's me off, fault. but I'm yeah. gonna win anyway. <laughs> it's just it was. He's just so far ahead of so many people. He is like yeah. he's just on another level, uh, and he's and such a great heel. Soon, yes. Clash of Champions kicks off with the John Cena voiceover intro. So pretty much the champion of champions of our generation. Lens's yeah. sultry voice. He might have even been in it, but I couldn't see him. So I'm just <laughs> going to call it a voiceover. And then we had a good Michael Cole intro. He, he really? gave us the deep, grunty clash of champions. Like, welcome. Like, he gave me like a good, and it's downhill from there. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, the first match, awful. The first match of the night. The ladder match. What did you guys think? Sami Zayn, Jeff Harvey, AJ Styles. Uh, I got it right. That's what I think. I got it yeah. right. Yeah. He did. The only one. Do you know, the last time I watched the first match of a pay-per-view that got me as excited as this match got me was, do you remember, I, I, I think it must be like a year and a half ago now. I don't even remember what pay-per-view it was. But I remember last minute they decided to put the main event, which was John Cena versus AJ Styles, as the first match yes. on the yeah, card. They, do you remember this? Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what pay-per-view it Same. was, if I'm being I honest. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I remember getting hyped for that match as the main event. And then they went, hmm jokes on you dickhead we're gonna put it on first <laughs> and i was just like what <laughs> no way and it was insane like the match was incredible and i feel like that's kind of what they've done with this match like this match should have been later in the card for sure but they put it on first and what a performance not by michael cole but by everybody else involved yes. i had very, I mean, we were set, We were talking about this last week. I had very high expectations for this match. 
and I was not let down. This was my match of the night still. Uh, easy. Brilliant performance by all three men involved. It was fun to watch. Uh, it wasn't too gimmicky. I know some people don't like the ladder match as much because it can fall back on gimmicks and spots. I felt they had a good balance of spots, but also just good storytelling, good in-ring activity in general. Uh, if only Michael Cole was just a little quieter. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it would have been even better. What is that, a key? What's he going to do with that key? <laughs> What's he going to do with those handcuffs? What's he going to do with that ladder? Why is the title hanging up there? Are they going to grab it? Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah, like we spoke about I, this. I will say... Like, the first I time remember. I noticed it is when is when he it, Jeff Hardy sets up that ladder. We, like I say, we talked about this. Jeff Hardy sets up the ladder and climbs up it, and he says, "What what's Jeff doing? What's he gonna do? What's it, what do you think he's gonna do? Change a light bulb? Like it's <laughs> it's quite obvious." All of his matches, <laughs> like, Which, like come yeah. on. Shout out to and that spot though. Graves, that spot, Graves that calls him out. Crisp. That was, that was like yeah. very good. That was like prime Hardy connection on that it spot. It was beautiful. I thought Sammy was I, dead. <laughs> I will. Yeah. The other point that For really uh, got me in the match was I don't remember the last time I physically cringed, but when Sammy Zayn put the handcuff through Jeff Hardy's um, oh, yes. ear hole, spacer, his oh. ear hole, I was just like, oh god. <laughs> so terribly and then like, we're all thinking uncomfortable. if he wants to win this match he's gonna have to carry it while it's hanging off his ear he and was like doing I'm, it too picturing him trying to go well, up that's, the, yeah he was that's starting the thing. to like, I was like oh my I God. just assumed that's him out of the match because there's no way he's gonna drag this ladder and you know we're all fully aware that the ladder is not a, a full steel ladder yes. there are yes. parts of it that are not however it's still heavy on your earlobe um, I've not carried. I've not carried a yeah. exactly. I've not carried a huge amount from my ears before, but if <laughs> I were can... to, I imagine it's quite difficult, right? There's none of yes. that in the Highland Games. Uh, well, <laughs> not yet. Yeah, but Hang that's, a, that's off your ear uh, and swinging around. And... You only do that on Highland Games Underground. So <laughs> <laughs> up, nah. I mean up, killed. <laughs> <laughs> Good match. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My match in the night as well. I love this match. I thought it was fantastic. Um, there was too many camera cuts at certain points, like especially at the beginning. There was like 30 camera cuts in 30 seconds. And I, you, even at some of the action-packed parts, the whole point of having that camera back there is so I can see everything. I can see all the action. At certain points, the camera shots did add to the story. Sure, they did a really good job making some of the moves look really good. Uh, Jeff Hardy off the ladder. The low camera looking up, beautiful shot, dangerous, <laughs> mm-hmm. and but sometimes way too many cuts. Definitely didn't like that. But winning with the handcuffs, so sick. Oh. What a little rat! I love it. So I happy. mean, we've seen we've seen handcuffs so many times in wrestling matches. Now you're kind of like, yeah, I know what's going to happen. He's going to tie him to the rope, but then obviously the earlobe is a, is a very unique one, and oh, then. Yeah. <laughs> To have, I actually didn't even notice that he had cuffed himself to AJ at all. I didn't notice it, yeah, until Same. AJ went to pull away, and I was like, "Oh, that's genius! That's well so done, good. very well good. done, yeah, very smooth." But then again, I was also thinking, "Well, that's it. Like, how are they going to do this now? Because he also doesn't have the key." I went, "Ah, oh, hang that's on a minute! So good. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's he going to do yeah. with that?" 
Just, and the handcuffs are so usually a, a, a heel move that backfires. And so true. I was expecting it to just, obviously, AJ was going to do him in or Jeff was going to somehow do him in. I, I, at that point, I was convinced Sammy had lost the match, actually. So the fact that yeah. they went through with it and had him win, it, it was great. It was a good reversal. Props to these two veterans for putting over Sammy and making him look like a million bucks, even though he won like a rat. It's still so good. And everyone's talking about that match, and they're talking about Sammy winning. So definitely some props to the other two because they put on a fucking badass match. While I agree those two veterans made him look good, I don't think he looks weak by that finish either, which is great. Because my worry was he's going to win again, but in the same way he won last time, it was like this kind of heel thing where... It, you know the other two guys Shinsuke and was it it was Cesaro yeah where like you know they basically won it for him but this time he genuinely did win it on his own there was some rat move in there yeah but he did it on his own which is sick absolutely next up we had the mighty Gulak winning the 24-7 championship Jason I hate you. how'd you feel about that segment uh, I would say it's definitely a show stealer for me. I was happy to see my boy Drew, the best Drew in the WWE, <laughs> no doubt about it. Finally get a title. Unfortunately, he got it swiped away from him that should be real his thing. quickly. He should have the best Drew in WWE, like T-shirt or something. <laughs> like, uh, no. To be honest, uh, I was just thinking about this today because I was watching Raw too. The um, the twenty four seven title. I'm just I'm completely checked out on it. I don't care about it at all. Uh, I love our truth though. He's the only thing slightly keeping me just somewhat interested, you know. But like, it's just so it's so bad. It's so bad. It's dropping out the roll up. The roll up, right? The roll up's the most powerful move ever. But in the ring, it doesn't work as like in twenty four seven. You just punch him in the head, and it's a title win. <laughs> roll up. Well, he hit him with a binder or something. Oh, is oh, that sorry? Wrong? I'm I don't know. confused. It's all They're the just, same. It's just, whatever. I, it there's got to be something I, I else think... they can squeeze in there instead of this this pish. It's for kids, right? I mean, you yeah. sell a box set with Tazawa no, yeah. no. and a bunch of ninjas, Gulak, and him in, in the box together, R-Truth, and a, a title, and I think it sells guess, a lot of merch. Yeah, I guess that's what it is, so whatever. It's not for me, then. I'll just it's not for, uh, yeah, it's ignore not for it. The, the, but the, the 24-7 championship thing is what it is. I get it. It's a kind of gimmicky thing. I'm fine with it. I don't have a problem. My biggest issue with it just now is they, it's proven that WWE need to be careful because the C seems to be taking over the WWE. Forget about retribution, right? They've had octopuses in, in bins, right? What's that about? And now they've had a shark eat one of their main competitors and they're like, well, that's that then. Like, a shark ate this ninja guy and now well, we're not going to investigate that like i did have to what's going yeah. on i did like i mean florida is a dangerous place apparently but come on yeah. no, i did like drew there. dropping that line and being like yeah i just want to give a shout out to you know he was eaten by a shark last monday <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was good like, yeah. true, true. <laughs> totally serious but i think it's just an excuse to keep like someone like our truth around it, it's uh, as you guys said it's a lot more of a Sideshow kid thing, get a few cheap laughs, takes about, what, five, ten minutes max on a weekly basis. It's uh, yeah. Do I love it? No. But it's, is it ruining Raw or whatever show I'm watching for me? No, it doesn't. It's better it, than it's Raw It's a testament to how they treat their titles. They don't care. 
and they just like have rematches on Raw for the loser that lost clean. Just give them another match, whatever. Or open challenges for the title, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's well, that's our next match. Yeah, <laughs> we had Zelina versus Oscar. What'd you guys? Um, Zelina did better than I expected her to. Uh, at the end of the day, she was not ready for Asuka, but uh, it wasn't <laughs> enough to keep nice. me super interested or super invested in the match. But I will say Selena had a better showing than I yeah, she, would have um, given her credit for. She did enough to earn a rematch on Raw, that's for sure, right? I oh, guess boy. so, yeah. <laughs> and by that, what you mean is she lost. She lost yeah. clean, tapped out. So let's give her another chance. I like the instant tap. Makes the Asuka lock look strong. Yeah. Kind of this instant tap. Five minutes. Yeah. Ten uh, minutes. Do you know... I was just about to say the exact opposite. I oh, hate yeah. that. I hate that. And it's not just, you know, ask a lock or, or, or whatever. It's any submission. I understand that, you know, these guys and, and these guys and women have been working on parts throughout the entire match to weaken those body parts so that Hopefully, when they apply yes. their finisher. Yeah, I mean, that's usually what happens. So when they apply their finisher or whatever, or some kind of submission, it's like, oh, you understand why they're tapping out. But for you to be put into a submission and within 0.3 of a nanosecond tap out, that makes you look so weak that when you do things like, oh, let's have the same match the next night, I'm like, well, why? You have absolutely no credibility now. You're not even halfway up the pecking order you are so weak you need to go right to right, the bottom right because in kayfabe everybody else holds on to a submission and lasts for a long time before they tap which i think is i'm, I'm not talking i'm not talking minutes i don't want you to pass out because you've ko'd or unless anything, it's but part of the story unless it's yeah, part yeah. of the story but for pretty much every submission win surely there needs to be at least four or five seconds of it being applied before you go, oh, do you know what? This is far too much. I can't deal with it. I need to tap out. Yeah, in kayfabe, you're right. Somebody, I, I see that. And I, I, I just don't like to see a match end like that because I feel like it's, for the most part, it's a cop-out. Because of kayfabe. I get it. Yeah. After this. I don't know. Oh, but okay. other than that, I do think Zelina did very well. Yeah, I... More I think she, she put on a good match with, with Asuka, and I think Asuka made her look quite good. Um, I, you, we obviously, obviously haven't seen her wrestle pretty much ever in the WWE. We've seen her put a few moves on some folk, but um, she, she looked great. She did look great, and I think it will be exciting to see her now that we pretty much know that her and Andrade are, are parting ways. Um, it will be good to see her do something on her own. 100% agree. I'm excited to see what they do with her. I hope they can build her into some sort of storyline. Maybe Bianca Belair comes back and they can rekindle their feud, oh, but I hope it can get... Nice. You know, I hope they do it well. But I'd be fine with that. They had a few promos for Bianca, so it's not out of the question. Yeah, for, raw, sure. for sure. Yeah, I just saw one where she's running track and like beating everyone by a Reminds mile. Reminds me of Mr. Perfect. Yeah. The fastest. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Perfect at I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I don't mind I'm it. I'm fine with that. I think it, it could be good. So next up, Booby Lashley versus Apollo Crews. I don't remember a lot about this match. Uh, I watched the whole thing, but it was just very generic win, wasn't it? Like, did well, anything the, the happen? The Hurt Business got involved. What did they do? 
honestly. What I don't mean? remember. I just remember them interfering. Well, what did they do? <laughs> they interfered. They, I, they, did, they didn't mess up the ending, though, I don't think. No, nah, it was MVP just shouting at uh, Adam yeah. Yeah. I don't the even ring, think they, the I don't ring. think they There's cheated. Constant distractions. It wasn't like a full blown schmoz yeah. where like he got knocked out no, 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 by no. MVP. No, no. But it, there's all kinds of clean win. You know, distractions and silliness happening. I, again, that was another match that you know full Nelson gets applied and within point three of a nanosecond, Apollo tapped mm. out. And I was like, okay, cool. Two matches in a row where you've made the you know the challenger just look unbelievably weak. I still, yeah, I understand. I there's been a whole match behind it, and they've worked on. I'm sorry, Bobby Lashley never works on a a body part. Bobby Lashley can barely. He needs to work on his English. Never mind body parts, right? <laughs> but he, he, like. I, I just don't, I don't know, I don't know. It just annoyed me, it annoys me. But uh, yeah, I I, it agree. wasn't It wasn't a great match. It was It was a fine match. Like if that was on first, I'd be like, yeah, this makes sense. You know, get the crowd going kind of thing. I don't mind where it was. It wasn't. It was fine. It, it was what it was. We knew it was going to happen. We knew Bobby was going to win. I, and we knew the Hurt Business would be involved. I just hoped it would push the story in a different direction or something would happen to push the story forward where it's just more of the same, but a solid match. It was okay. I don't really know what they're trying to do with Apollo because they're really making him look weak. He's had like three or four straight tap out. And I guess they're trying to build up the hurt lock that, that they're having Lashley do, which is just the full Nelson. The master um, lock. That Yeah, the master lock also was one. But uh, what was I going to say here? I actually thought for the rest of the match, besides him tapping out, I thought Apollo looked better than I've seen him in a little while. Absolutely. He, I, he, he was flying. He hadn't been using his high-flying repertoire as of late he had really been much more of a brawler grappler uh type guy there were a couple botches yes yeah. this match had the most notable botches yes. in my opinion but not not enough to really derail the momentum uh, and it, again like uh, jordan said it wasn't a classic by any means it, it's it's i wouldn't even put it in my top half of the matches of the night but it was okay and i half yeah. expected retribution to come out because they have the thing with yes. the hurt business and they didn't which i kind of also saw coming but yeah, it was fine. I expected Bobby to win, and he won. And, you know, I don't think it makes sense for them to Did take gold away from the Hurt Business right now. I, I think one person I want to I, I picked Apollo. Jordan picked okay. Apollo. Because yeah. I genuinely thought they would go in a different direction with this. Right. right. I, 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 my, my, my thought being, okay, the Hurt Locker. No, what they call it? The Hurt Business, sorry. Yes. The Hurt Locker Business. They, the Hurt Locker Business, yeah. <laughs> They are in. They're in a feud with Retribution, so they didn't need that title. That that was my thought process. I thought, cool, give it to Apollo. Let him have a storyline with whoever else on the card, yeah. and take Retribution versus Heart Locker business. Fine. <laughs> they need somebody else in that U.S. title picture. Uh, either put Ricochet in there because they're wasting him on the sideline, or well, it's like or those just find three. Someone else, Apollo, Ricochet, and they just added someone else on Raw. Someone else who's Mustafa really good. Ali. Mustafa Ali, another oh, yes, incredible Ali. wrestler. That's true. So what are they doing with these three? Very guys? good. Yeah, but Ricochet needs to be rebuilt. He's complete like garbage right now. He's and maybe such this a is loser. what WWE does this sometimes, right? They sit on these guys. This is your storyline. This is what you're gonna do. Do what you can with it. Hang around, because your time's coming. Yeah, maybe. It's exactly the same with Shinsuke. 
Yeah. Remember Shinsuke was NXT champion and we we all thought, wow, look at him. He came up to the main roster and did nothing. Finn Balor. Oh, he won the Royal After Rumble. his injuries and stuff. Then he bounced around yeah, the car, fair. didn't really have a place. Boom. NXT. No. Doing well. Yeah. He never won the title, right? The he had it for one Shinsuke? day. Shinsuke? Oh, wait, Shinsuke? Or Finn, yeah. No, Finn won it. And then he lost because he was injured. Finn won. Shinsuke didn't yeah. win his match. Uh, no, Shinsuke didn't win. Title. So no, he didn't win. So up to this yeah, point, just, yeah. I mean, we all had Cesaro and Shinsuke. Most people had Bobby Lashley, except for Jordan. And we all had Asuka. So everyone's tied, except for Jordan. Loser. Well, no, I'm, hang on, I'm Jason. Jason's the only one who got the ladder match, right? Yeah. Oh, Jason with the plus one. I got the hardest one right. That was a hard one. That was... I'm so happy it happened. <laughs> I'm still just fucking chuffed. Sammy Zay, let's <laughs> yeah, fucking go. I'm not even mad I got it wrong. I see chap. Yeah. I see chap. <laughs> I thought there's no chance he would win because he lost on the, the, the triple threat they had on SmackDown. Right. Let's have a triple threat before the triple threat. Oh, good idea. Is yeah, this and the he best? Won. So I didn't think he was going to win the title match. That you've seen? Well, I'd try and think of another one. I don't know. I can't think of one offhand. I'm pretty sure that before one of the classic TLC matches, they they did a, a triple threat ladder match between, like, Devon, Jeff, and Christian, or something like that. Mm, I'm that sure that was the thing. Um, like a week before the pay-per-view or something like that. So, I, I mean, none of us obviously remember it, so it couldn't have been that good. Yeah. But um, This one's up there. This one was insane. I would actually put... It was insane. Insane, yeah. yeah. I would put this matches, match up there triple, with the classics. Triple threat. Ladder. Really? Nice. Yeah. They had like triple threat Big tag words. team ladder match. Can't yeah, but a that, triple though. threat 1v1v1. But this is one of the best matches Jordan says it's up with the classics. that we've had nice. over the past yeah. 10 years. Easy. Uh, it could be, yeah. Easy. So really I honestly, good. if if I think of ladder matches, I genuinely think I'll come back to that one time and time again. It's true. I actually need to watch it again. Yeah. It was so good. Could be. Could be. It was a, a lot to take in candidates. when I was watching it. Honestly, like it was a lot happening, and uh, I do need to watch it again. I think uh, there was a lot to absorb, and all the camera cuts and everything, all the spots, the stories. It yeah, had Zorba. everything packed in there. Zorba. So. <laughs> We are now halfway through the card, and we've managed to divert ourselves back to the yeah. first match of the card. That's right, how I mean, damn good it was, baby. Yeah, that is that's the that's the whole show right there. Is, is the well, is that that's how like, you set the, the tone the, over the, the years? Guys thing. have talked about setting yeah. the tone on a pay per view. That is how you set the tone. And WWE was going toe to toe with Sunday Night Football, and you start off with a match like that. Yes, that gets eyeballs. It gets people talking. Good move. So next we had yeah, Andrade sure. and Garza versus the Street Profits, featuring a botch by Bones. Andre and Garza? Bonesy. Is that what I said? Um, another Angel tag team down. Another tag team down is, yeah. is what I got to say. It's a shame because I actually quite like Andrade and Garza, and I liked the storyline of oh well we don't need Zelina she was holding us back she was tearing us apart they were looking really good I like the Street Profits too but if the oh. rumor is true that these guys were supposed to win and then Garza gets hurt and they had to flip the script uh, that's a shame um, but I hope they find something for Andrade to do in the meantime because he in himself is also a very good wrestler 
Did they find something I didn't watch? Yeah, he got uh, he got beat up by um, Keith Lee. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, there we <laughs> go. He had a match That's with Keith Lee. So. But no, I want I just want to say <laughs> something about the street the street profits. Um, I guess they weren't supposed to win. I didn't notice the injury when it happened, and Bones no. like made a mistake. But I guess they said wrap it up, wrap it up. He's hurt, you know. But um, when the street profits entrance, their characters, their in ring athleticism, everything is just pure money. They are. They're fantastic. Their entrance is amazing, they're, and they're full of charisma. That they, they can be one of the best tag teams of all time, I think. But they, but this is again, this is a, a tag team, right? That have come up through yeah. NXT as as them, you know, this particular character or these characters and gimmicks and whatever. They have not changed since NXT. They are exactly the same. They've evolved into. They've well, raised not their changed, game a little like, bit. You I know, think. worked on it. Yeah, but you're right. Of course, of course. But nothing, nothing's changed. And look how well they're doing. Think about the amount of people that come up from NXT and their gimmick changes, changes. and you're, and they end up at the, (laughs) the music changes, or they put on a mask and call themselves T Bar. Like he's great on Twitter, though. (laughs) Then shoot at people on Twitter. He's great on Twitter. He's winning over on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, quality on Twitter. You're right, but. You know how many times do you see a gimmick change for the main roster, and you're like, "What? Why?" You just get pissed off because you're like, "I I know this character," and maybe that's because we watch NXT and as well as the main product. But it is silly though because it's the same as as in any sport. It's like, hey, that thing that you were doing that made you so successful at this lower level that probably got our attention to bring you up. Change it completely. Good point. Do something completely different now. It, it makes no Canadian. sense. But then there's also the there's also the <laughs> argument of the <laughs> there's also the argument of okay that gimmick just won't work on the main roster, which I've heard us say plenty times. Yeah. And maybe they are maybe they're fearful that there are certain gimmicks that won't work on the main roster, so they usually or always try to change it to they fit sabotage the main them before. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it. it Street Profits are a perfect example they, of coming up to the main roster, staying true to that knocking character, knocking it out of the park, and smashing it because yes. they have done so well. But they need rivals. Other than the octopus, they have smashed it. They need rivals. They would be, I'm going to say it again. They would be a great natural rival for Shinsuke and Cesaro when we're running out of tag teams. And, and don't let oh. my praise of Andrade and Garza deter you. I think the Street Profits are excellent. They would be a great natural underdoggy type rival for Cesaro and Shinsuke, the, the snooty, holier than thou, and maybe as more tag teams drop out, the storyline becomes that, inevitable. Maybe that's they why they would have flipped month. the titles, yeah. flipped them on the draft, bingo bango. Maybe with the yeah, there you go, I was about yeah, to say, with sure. the draft coming, maybe. Uh, yeah. If we have Who time, knows? we'll get into that a little bit later. If not, we'll get into it next week. I want to talk about the draft a little bit, but we'll save that. Anything else on... Andrade Garza Street Profits match, solid match. Um, just I think uh, we need to split up Angel and Garza. Uh, Street Profits are money. Get them a sick rival and push them to the moon. For sure, I think we need to talk a little bit about the finish yeah. to that match. Mm. Um, I had the beauty of watching it the next day, so I was able to pause, rewind, and all that kind of nonsense. So I watched the finish a couple of times just to make sure I hadn't missed something. And I didn't. It was genuinely just a one-two kick out 
oh wait, no, three, but ring is that the bell. Andrade's mistake? Was he supposed to not kick out given no, the circumstance? I think I, I we think can only the, speculate for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, tough because only. I think obviously we are under the understanding that it was supposed to go the other way. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe he kicked out because he... You wanted the title uh, still. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. There's so much going on. Like, you That's know. the only explanation because if it was, you know, Garza wasn't seriously like he was hurt, but he wasn't like you know life threatening. We have to end no. this match immediately. So the only theory that I would have is that Andrade and Garza were supposed to win, and maybe Bonesy he whispered something saying, "Hey, hey, we're we're ending this now." Maybe it yeah. wasn't caught. Maybe it was a broken telephone type thing. And, it was just- and Andrade does, didn't know that or didn't catch that, and just tried to kick out, thinking the original storyline was in place. Maybe, yeah. Um, maybe he didn't know that Garza was hurt on the yeah. sideline. I I didn't even catch that until after, and they showed the the mix with him at ringside. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, I would recommend anybody go and watch it again just to kind of see. Um, kind of what happened. It's not. I, I don't know if I'd call it a botch because I don't know if it's fair to say it's a botch, but it is. Uh, it's yeah. Like, the fact that they comment they commented on it straight after. I think Corey Graves said something along the lines of, "Oh well, Andrade and um, Garza definitely have a you know a gripe there a or whatever. bone to pick." A bone. <laughs> this guy. Big, I think it's less a botch and more just a. The cost of live theater. Yes, absolutely. Just, when you make a mistake, stuff goes wrong or stuff theater, gets miscommunicated. It is well, dubbed. The theater. Botch for bones. They couldn't so, handle the smoke. And you know That's what? I'm happy to. that he yeah. took the heat. Right? We're not talking about the wrestlers botching. Bones takes the heat for the botch. So what? He's the underground referee. He's not Send even supposed to be up there. Underground. Get back underground. That's okay. Send them down to the basement. Back to the basement. With yeah. the octopus <laughs> and everything else. See you later, Bonesy. <laughs> <laughs> not the octopus. For for those who are not uh, seeing this, which is everybody, uh, Jordan just leaned really close into his camera and shook his head. It was beautiful. And did a weird face. Audio descriptions <laughs> available. Yeah. Describe Gulak video. then lost the 24-7 title. Don't need to go into any more detail, but that was that. <laughs> no, that was, <laughs> I think we talked that about was, it. That was the highlight <laughs> of the night. <laughs> All right, then after that, wait, hold on. Need to read my notes. Well, there was Bailey, oh, yeah, right? Sorry. I wasn't even going to mention yeah, that. After right. that was Bailey. Bailey comes out. Yeah. Bailey oh, barks. <laughs> she fights um, Oscar. Oscar. If uh, if that quick tap out didn't bury Zelina enough, Oscar comes out fresh, dancing around for another <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah, as if nothing's happened. Yeah. Let's be real. She fought twice on the pay-per-view. Yeah. She fights again on Monday Night Raw. Like <laughs> she she's fantastic. She needs more well, competition. They they wanted to keep Bailey on the card. Bailey is one of the top draws uh in the WWE. So just build build yep. the storyline that Sasha we know is great. coming. That's that's Sasha looks so, great. Yeah. Looking obviously we made our predictions, right? Um Let's assume everything went as planned. Would you still stick with your prediction for what you thought this match was going to be? So, would I still pick Bailey to win if it was Bailey versus Oscar? No. So obviously it was supposed to be Bailey versus Nikki, yes. and two of us, me and Brad, picked Nikki. Yeah. 
and um, Wax, you and Jace picked Bailey. Bailey. Let's now that we know that perhaps the Sasha angle was already going to be part of that match because I'm guessing regardless of the outcome that was always going to be part of the match right now now that we know that do you think it still would have been your pick for that match yes I would have taken Bailey yeah 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 you would still pick Bailey even though yeah. she's got her family I don't think she was I thought uh, Sasha would schmoz leading to Nikki's schmoz I don't think so I think it would have happened after yeah I see I I, I agree I think Sasha would have come out done something to make Bailey lose the championship. But then she can't fight her for the championship. She'd be playing herself. But I don't think that's Oh, I did have that. I don't think that's the point in this feud. Like they do they don't need a championship to have a, a fight. This is true. But like I would I would quite like to see a, a fight between two women in WWE that isn't for a title. Yeah. And actually it's just a blood, a blood feud. feud. Yeah. You know? Blood feud, yeah. I would, I would like to see that because That's they don't saying, do that like enough. The, the two women that could fight right now in WWE and not need a title are those two. Because everybody else, yeah. in yes. my opinion, kind of does Indeed. right now. I agree. I just don't think WWE is yeah, going to do fair. it. I don't think they were going to do it either way. Fair. All right. So then we had Randy Orton versus Randall Keith Drewish. McIntyre. Drewish. <laughs> Number two, Drew. <laughs> Interesting. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, ambulance match. The Bambulance match. This match made Randy Orton look hard. As hard as that thing that I flushed that blocked my toilet, right? A hard turd? That's Randy. Like solid. Yeah, pure solid. Need more fiber. Yeah, no, honestly, mate, I put about a liter of chemical down the <laughs> toilet, and still it was sitting there going, "Nah." There's still <laughs> and no sold it. It was just going like this, still mean more. mugging you. Me, nah, <laughs> nah, mate. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, yes, this match <laughs> yeah. made Randy look solid. It was essentially a four-on-one. Isn't that kind of bullshit for the the heel to get teamed up on by the so-called faces? No, listen, Randy Mark, relax. I- <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. It made sense for the story. I was, you know, like it wasn't that like it was. The, yeah, the, yeah, a they couple did. of kicks. <laughs> but it was right, the build I mean, up. It was the yeah, exactly. It was a sweet chest music, and then a push off. We all knew. Yeah, that's not all that happened. You got Big Show slammed he, through the table. And Christian and, punched oh, yeah. him at the, the the table of food. Christian didn't really <laughs> do that much in hindsight. There's some Doritos let's be on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I love seeing Christian. I was just like, why is he hitting him with the food? Fucking yeah, kill him. <laughs> Use a baseball bat. Hit him with the chips. A kendo stick. For some reason, they're always under the ring, permanently now. Of course, uh, Big Rick Flair drives the ambulance away. I like how he can't press the gas pedal. Reminded, they don't trust him. He had to just like slowly. I think he said, <laughs> he "I'll just be drove sure into the wall a couple he, feet he away." Said it as he was driving up, uh, I'll be sure not to drive the speed limit. I'm like, well, we, yes. we believe you. <laughs> it reminded me of um, the finale of Seinfeld when uh, all the people come back from their past, all the like That's the funny. little things they did to them when they're in court and they all tell their story and like get back at them. It's like all this stuff came back to haunt Randy Orton. All this and, stuff. Uh, you mean he kicked them all in the head? Tried to end their lives. 
Well, <laughs> you know. Kicked Ric Flair in the head. Do. He's 100. And he also punched him in the balls. Well, <laughs> he went to kick him in the head, and then the lights turned off. Remember? Yeah, he probably so, yeah. pulled up. He wouldn't do that. He's Just nice like guy. Monday night I do like with that. The, the goggles. <laughs> yeah, He went full stealth mode. He's like a video game. He's like Jack Reacher. Oh, Those, do you know what? They they are the cheapest looking <laughs> night vision goggles I've ever seen in my life. Oh, you talking about the the what he did yeah, on Raw? Yeah. yeah, they reminded. I've been playing uh, Hitman recently, and it reminded me a lot goggles of Hitman. Look like you know, that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's not the more goggles. Like you get in a box of cereal. It's because he had Fries. the um <laughs> the disguise, and he's just like sneaking around. Then he went in, did his hit. And then bounced out, and all the refs ran in, and he snuck off. It was yeah, like it was man. very video game esque, which is amazing. But it just you're. It, why didn't you get some ones that look more military grade? Maybe those ones are better than the military. They ones. They looked like they came out of a cereal box for That's sure. Yeah, no doubt. Why did he need night oh, vision goggles? <laughs> Can you not have just? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing with them. I'm did like, he need goggles? J- Can you J- not have just Jason turned, up, turned have the lights a, off? A match them Survivor the series. He's done with them. Those burying me. Yeah, no, yeah. in my head, when he, he picked up the chair and he's walking in the room, and I'm like, what's he going to do? Is he, like, Big Show's in there. That's pretty tough. You know, Big Show and Christian, like, you're just one chair. You're going to start hitting them all at once? Like, then you turn off the lights. I was like, oh, I guess those are uh, glow-in-the-dark <laughs> goggles or whatever. Like, <laughs> glow-in-the-dark glow goggles. The dark. <laughs> they really were from a He just time. turns off the lights and his eyes are shining. They're like, so, the, so basically, the he, walks, he walks into the room, turns yeah. off the light, and then all the goggles go, go, oh, there he is, over there, the idiot with <laughs> the fucking like, oh, goggles on. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn it. I forgot I shouldn't it. have I got f- them out of the cereal box. I got them in a packet of Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah. 3D glasses. Uh, on the match itself, the one thing that really stood out to me, uh, first of all, I think this match should have been the final match because uh, I thought it was better, both action and story-wise, than the main event, which we'll get to in a second, I'm sure. That said, the final Claymore by Drew, when Randy was hanging out of the ambulance, uh, there was some very creative camera work on that to make that remotely it was look believable. It, wasn't it, was, even a claymore. it was quite bad. It was just like a, a Randy Orton. Oh, was it? Excuse me, it was punt. a punt. But you're right. It was well. It whoosh. it looks very bad. A punt very more. bad. That's it. It was a blow by. But uh, the rest of the match, match overall yeah, definitely was definitely entertaining. Really good match. A little bit of color. No, that was uh, crazy. Good say. point. He looked like he got his ass kicked. But oh, this yeah. is one of those moments yeah. where I have to point out the commentary because this is an opportunity mm. for some great storytelling because they're giving it visually. Now I need to hear it audibly. You need to make Drew look like he's the Scottish psychopath, that Randy's getting to him, that he's resorted to kicking him in the head, something that he's gone against Randy for. Of course, he's kicking legends, but still, Drew doesn't usually take someone out of the ambulance when they're already down and beaten and done and then kick them in the head. That's not very Drew McIntyre, is it? So if it is... Tell me why. Mm. Talk to me about it. And then Drew can build on that on Monday night. Instead, they just it's just kind of like a, nah, he kicked him in the head. Instead, his buddies came out and he's like, hey, guys, <laughs> good to see you. I know I we, went a little crazy last night, but, you know, sometimes that happens. Give me something. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we obviously talked about it a little bit. The, the commentary is always crap because it's Michael Cole, right? But we talked about it a little bit. And one of the phrases you used, Brad, was... 
to kind of guide us guide us through and actually when i think about it like that you are the narrator of this story yes. you know so the 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 lead announcer on whatever match is the narrator and the minute i started to think about it like that and again i i we joked about it a little bit and i sent you guys a, a video a voice clip sorry imagine you were watching uh an animal planet or whatever with david attenborough and he started rather than explaining what you're seeing he just started going well w- what is this animal over here I, I, what is what the hell is that there is a what, what is this it's a strange insect but i've never seen it before what, what? it looks like it's going to mount the other one but i don't know what it's going to do then you'd be like well i i mean i'm no fucking animal expert david but it looks like he's going to pump that other it's insect, got a right? Trunk. So what's he going to do with it? Bug out! Exactly. Like there needs to be. You are more intel. You're the commentator. You're more intelligent than me. You should be narrating this story to me. Um, and but I feel what, like we yeah. we lack that sometimes. That's what Jr. did. He balanced reacting to things with us, but yeah. also acting just in the know enough. That it's not like yes. okay, he's he knows already what's happening. It's just he's saying, and you know, he, imagine he had if he had Drew. Yeah, imagine if you had Drew with the punt. He said, Drew, he's not doing this for himself. He's doing this for Edge, for Christian, okay, for Shawn Michaels, for yeah, Rick Flair. That works too. Yeah, like, that's there you He'd go. Be like, kick the bastard, do it, Drew. <laughs> do what's it he for gonna Rick. do? What's he gonna do? Do it for Shawn. You, you've just got to say say yeah. the right things to keep to keep reminding us that yeah. you know what you're talking about. And Jr. did that perfectly with things like. He'd be saying, oh, we've got Randy Orton, uh, a Southpaw from Louisiana or whatever. Like he would say things like that and you'd be like, cool, you are legitimate because you you sound legitimate. That's it. We also perceive announcers as being more knowledgeable than us. about. Michael Cole has a reporter about. background and yeah. JR has like a football commentary background. And I think it shows in certain instances. And that's why I think... Michael Cole would that's be an incredible a, yeah, an resource and needs to coach the commentators. But I would prefer a more narrative style, like Justin's saying. And I know I hate on Michael Cole a lot, but he's a future Hall of Famer. He's one of the all-time greats. He's, he's had some great calls. But I mean, he's been doing it. He's been doing it forever. So, like, I just find it hard to believe that this is, like, what he thinks is best and not just what he's told to do. You know what I mean? Like, is he handcuffed? But he's always done this, I feel you like. Know? This is his style. He can't be handcuffed. He doesn't even know what they're for. He literally he was saying, what's he going to do with them? No, but like he, does he just make that decision himself? Like, I'm going to be like an idiot and ask like childish questions or do they say like, be like that? You know what I mean? Like, is that- do, do, you think, do you think Michael Cole's partner comes into the bedroom with a pair of handcuffs and he goes, what you going to do with those? Like, <laughs> she takes off her shirt. What are you going to do with those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gets a boner. What am I gonna do with this? What am I gonna do with this? What is that? I don't know. What is this? He hasn't got a clue what's going on. Just constantly, just oh, terrified because things don't make sense in his head. But yeah, at least Corey Graves is sick. So Corey Graves yeah, can like some bare moments for sure. I love Corey Graves definitely. I think uh, Samoa Joe is really good on commentary oh, yeah. too. Like, yeah, I, I miss him in the ring, of course. But uh, no, get Dolph Ziggler so. on there too. He was great. Put him back. Yeah. I think Dolph will probably transition to that since he's a WWE lifer. 
by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, and we're tired of seeing him lose matches, so just get him on the on the desk. Hey, maybe him and uh, Robert Roode. Well, he's, he's Robert Roode's valet. Robert, Robert, Robert Roode's valet. That I was just happy to see the return of the best theme song in WWE. True. That's why he's still there because that theme song. Because <laughs> of the theme, slapped song. on Maybe anyone so. and they can stick around. It, it a couple does years. do so much for him though. Let's be honest. Hey. It does. It he's is a great everything. wrestler though. No, I know, he but is. it's it, that's his whole like charisma and character yeah. aspect of it. You know, like in ring and when yeah, it hits good, too, it's just it's glorious. No matter Robert, what, you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jim. Uh, what was it? Jim. Jim Johnson or whatever he uh, or whoever whoever makes. Yeah, the, Jim. Jim Johnson. Yeah. yeah. He he hit that one out of the park. For sure. Uh, but yeah, we did we wrap up this amp yeah, match. To the, the legends: Big Show, Christian, Shawn Michaels, and Ric Flair. It's great to see them. I thought it was a good match. I had a lot of fun. So it looks like it looks like their feud isn't over because I guess that's part of the story too. Like he could say you had a lot of help and stuff to get another match, and it looks yeah. like they're headed for hell in a cell. Realistically, everything that they do just now is just biding time before Edge comes back from injury, though, right? So you don't think he'll get the title then, eh? Might. I'm still uh, waiting for him to win. He could. Come on. Not in this feud. I don't like, think he will in this it's feud. It's so temporary. It. Why? Like, why bother? Let Drew run with it. Let him have an yeah. epic oh, run. Bother. R- Randy's um, going to keep going around, well, sneaking back door, back, beating okay. up legends. Drew's going to keep doing an open challenge and fighting people, and we'll see where it goes. For yeah. sure. Sounds like a job for Keith Lee. Another good showing by Keith <laughs> on Monday night. Story for another day. So, yeah, we are now arriving at the main event of the evening. Very controversial main event. Controversial. I loved it, and Jordan hated it. We have to get, his, Gilbert. Have to get him saying it. He's still alive, but... Oh, so that every time we say the word controversial, we can just get Gilbert... Yeah, soundboarded like, in. Soundboarded in. Controversial, controversial. I'm surprised how much I like what I'm, you know, this, you know what I mean? Because Roman Reigns is like prepackaged, you know, like, you know, like, it's like force forcing him on you. And I actually like him now. It's weird. I never really liked him, but I like him. Unlike Wax, and I completely understand his point. I didn't mind this being last. I en- because it's probably because I enjoyed it. Now the wrestling Roman match is the itself, big dog. It was okay, but I like that they no. piped up the audio so I could hear them speak a little more. So that helped. Well, that was the whole point of the match. Like whatever in ring stuff, I didn't care about any of that. I didn't. Ex- I didn't my expectations were. I didn't care about that. So that maybe maybe that's why I enjoyed it more. All I wanted and a lot was- of people. Yeah, a lot of people wanted to squash. They said, if you're going to go down this route... And it was. Just fucking, just fucking squash them. And it but was. Like, make it quick. Why draw it out? I enjoyed the drawn out, but like, I understand... Because if it was quick... perspective as well. He doesn't look as maniacal. Right. It was good storytelling, in my opinion. I enjoyed seeing both Usos. Yeah. I'm not sure where it goes from here. I'm intrigued. I'm excited. I yeah. love Roman Sans Vest. I think most people would agree. He looks good, yeah. I mean, but he's been working out for a while. Absolutely. If you have him on Instagram, he's been looking beast. So I'm glad he finally decided to shed the vest. Looking he looks sexy. like a monster. <laughs> sexy, Lexi. But overall, I did enjoy this. I think it was good storytelling. Roman retains and remains chief of the family. 
<laughs> and I'm excited to see where it goes. Like, we, we've had some back and forth about this particular feud. I, I've had some time to reflect upon my opinions of this match, okay? We are waiting. <clears throat> breath that is baited. I've decided that I think it would have been better as a squash, right? But he, but he doesn't stop. Because one of the things, Gilbert Soundboard, controversial. Um, one of the things I didn't really like was the fact that I could okay. hear them in the ring. I think what I would rather have seen is him squash him, right? And then he picks up a mic and is like, cool, I've now beat you. Say I'm the head of the family. And he doesn't. So he keeps beating on him after the match. And then he's like, say it now. And he still won't do it. And then, you know, Jimmy like comes out and match. all that kind of a stuff. A Jace. Kind of match. like that. Yeah. Say chief. Like, yeah, that, exactly. The, I'm the tribal chief match. Yeah. I, I wonder if that would have happened if there was a live audience. Yes. Maybe. And that was Probably that. Would that would be my point because obviously the only reason that they're able to pipe the audio to us is that actually there's no audio so in what would happen. the arena. What would have happened in that match? So, and what would have happened with a live crowd? What happens well, that's it. if they cheer for Jay and boo Roman? But what happens if they start cheering Roman and booing exactly. Jay? I don't know. Something like that. It could have happened. It's tough. It's really tough. I think this storyline only Imagine works the because Sammy there's no would have audience. Live in Montreal because they could, if he had won the know, title in that match. Yeah. Oh my god. It's uh yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I think while I wasn't massively excited for this particular match, I thought it was very good. It was well worked. It made me think, wow, Roman is an absolute beast. I still don't understand a hundred percent why they had to pick Jay to be his, it's his family. And I know we spoke about it a little bit. I don't yeah, and, and you, you can say that. I get that. But it, it would have been equally as impressive over anybody no, else, in my on. opinion. If you just beat up some guy that he has no ties to, no care for, just some guy, it's the same thing as beating up his blood. But it depends what he's trying to prove. Is the point he's trying to prove that he is an absolute monster and can destroy anybody? No, that or that he is that he is despicable yes. and would do this to anybody? Exactly. That's two different things. And... I, yeah, I, I guess I get both points of view, but I do think that a squash would have been better and to have him beat on him after the match would have proved that point even more. But, um, sorry, go ahead. Personally. No, I mean, I, I was going to branch off into my own thought on this is, is just, I, I maintain my opinion on uh, on this match. I think for me, it just was drawn out a little bit too long. And it made the overall pay-per-view kind of limp to the finish after such a hot start with the ladder match. I, I understand what they were doing, and I can appreciate it, that they were building storyline more so, way more so at this case, than they were getting an in-ring action and having a wrestling match. But I think that would have worked better. I still think it would have worked better not bookending the pay-per-view and ending it with this slow, like, 
by the end, I'm just like, okay, I get it. I get it. Roman's dominating Jay. We knew he would. He's being an asshole. All right. He's been doing this for about 10 minutes. Let's, let's get this done. Even when Jimmy came out, it was just another few minutes too long. Like, Have Jimmy come out and throw the towel immediately. And then build up. Why'd you do it, man? I was I was just turning it around. I was gonna beat him. I, I wasn't done yet. And have this intrigue come in. I just I don't know. The storytelling was a bit just stretched out. Like trim it, trim the fat by five, maybe seven minutes, and it's a bit more effective for me. The whole match all in was I think it was twenty two minutes. And it was too long for a match that was essentially. And if a you if you think over. about what actually happened in that match. Well, Jay had there wasn't a some lot. offense no. for a while, and then there Roman was... would bounce back. Jay would get some offense, Roman would bounce back. So I think they had to show that Jay yeah. isn't a complete pushover. He was able to fight a little bit, but also remind us, Roman Reigns is still Roman Reigns, and he's still in that conversation with Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, yeah. etc. Is he above Drew in your guys' minds, like in kayfabe? Fair. Yeah, but Drew is getting there. I mean, I'm yeah, going like to say no, obviously. I love Drew. You know that. Isn't there yet into like He's the monsters, monster status? Give him time. Yeah. I exactly. don't think Drew has That's faced the, only the, right, right, com- the, right, the right components. Randy right helped components, a lot. Randy has been helping more a lot. components. <laughs> it's true. But yeah. still, we mean yes. like... Randy was the right component. Them, yeah. They're building them differently. Yeah. Right, they're building Roman to be dominant. Imagine them fighting, they're not building Drew to be. Woo! They're building Drew yeah, to be successful, fight at some but point, not dominant. Sick. I don't know who wins that. But uh, yeah, let me ask you a question: Are you interested at all to see what happens on SmackDown? Even though it was drawn out, in your opinion, it was too long. It was uh, obvious. Are you intrigued at all to see where they go with Roman? Yeah, sure. But they could have done that in a lot shorter of a time. That, that's I agree. My point. But do you agree that it was good that it was a family member, or are you of the opinion no, that it Jay was the right? Him? Jay was the right pick. If this is the way they were going with it, it's like, look, Roman, he's not the guy he used to be. Even his own blood and family, like he's going to destroy this guy. He doesn't care. That you know that worked. That that was very effective, in my opinion. I I think I'll look back and say yes, that was right. But at the minute, I don't necessarily think it. The, yeah, the, it depends the where they go from here. For, how, for me, how hard they lean on it. They could have done pretty much the same thing with Seth. Although he's not a family yeah. member, we know well, that Roman, Roman and Seth are very close. In any way. So he, yeah, no, he can't no, exactly. absolutely. Seth, but yeah. that, but well, imagine if he did. But but, but look how yeah, much that would build ridiculous. Roman, and also show yeah. wow, look, he could do that to Seth. So. There's a couple of weeks they could have went with it. I think I'll look back on this and go, so let's yeah, say, okay, over the I next understand month, what they did with it. You're only allowed to and watch yeah. one storyline. Dominic and Seth storyline or the Roman Reigns storyline? Which one are you going to watch? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, because Dominic and Seth has been going on for a yeah, year. Dominic and like. Seth's got a few months. I would, I'd pick, obviously, Roman's storyline. Of course yeah. I would, yeah. Roman, if Dominic yeah. and Seth was starting fresh or Dominic and Ray, whatever, but... I don't know. Well, now it's uh, Buddy and uh, and Dominic slash Aaliyah. Yeah, we, so, wait, I mean, it's we should address that really quick. New. There's a lot of flack online that WWE is having a romantic, you know, something between Aaliyah and Buddy Murphy. And they say the age difference is fucked up. 34? 31? 31. Right. 
And Let's she's say early thirties. Yeah. But like, so that's a, a more than a decade then. So yeah, well, what? I mean, it's also like, weird. she's legal. She has a boyfriend already. Oh, it's on Instagram. It's just like, I don't know. She should have removed those pics. Yeah. Uh, is he gonna make it? Is he gonna be like, what the hell's yeah. going on? <laughs> so hang on. There are there are people complaining online that ten years is, Whatever is the too much is. of a, a gap to have a. By the way, a, a fake a fake storyline between right. a love interest between what? a guy and a girl. But by the way, nobody complains about the fact that some guy threw some other guy through the ambulance windscreen. No, because they're like, both like you know, the same age. <laughs> They're not even. Yeah, yeah, but but that's that's ridiculous. Like that's such a. I don't think it's the ten years. It's like it's where she's at and where he's at, and there's ten years. It's not like forty and thirty or twenty five and thirty five. But in like, the states also, it's just she can't stupid... drink yet. I think that's also part of it. In the United okay. States, you can't drink until twenty one. Like, are you really an adult until twenty one? They say you're an adult at eighteen. Yeah. But the twenty one thing. You can. You can. You you can. Join the army at eighteen, so I would say you're an adult. Yeah, you can get married, but you can't. Like you can't toast 16, at your wedding. That's stupid. Or less. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's a good point, though. It's just interesting that they're so upset about this when their own country has got some crazy, weird other rules and things going on. So honestly, it's a weird story. I don't care for it, but that wasn't the thing that bothered me. The story bothers me. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. story's just bad. But they keep saying her story. age. Like, it's is true. that that's like, like it's part of it? Like, she's super young, so I, I guess maybe that's it. It's not like this is his daughter, and they have a thing. It's like, no, she's only this. So I guess, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like he's a, is he like a predator or something? <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's it's a, it's a very dangerous angle if WWE start talking about him being a predator, because. Like, do you really want to go down that route as a company who makes up storylines to say, "Yeah, no, we're gonna, gonna we're that. gonna use this character as essentially a"? I'm, I mean, I'd, I'm not even gonna say the the it's term it because it, it it's not it's not it's not right. It's ridiculous. That's not a storyline you want to go down no. because no, it, it toes it toes far too close to yeah. reality for a lot of people. And it's not where we want to go, um, so I just think, yeah, leave it as a love interest. I do That's like, fine. like as a wrestler, like Buddy Murphy looks like he should have more going for him. You know what I mean? So I'm happy that in the future sure. he'll be, you know, not just a lackey. Hopefully, you know, looks great, good on the mic, ginger, I checks agree. all the boxes. Very happy. <laughs> Some of the All boxes. Right. Great pay-per-view. Is there anything else you guys want to say about Clash of Champions Gold Rush? Overall yes. rating. What would you guys give it out of 10? I think I, I struggled with One this because uh, the first Everybody match shoots it to the moon, and then that's what you remember the most. Now I'm trying to retroactively go well, back the last and think. Two also. It's like, there the, was like the bookends of this pay-per-view. Yeah, and there was tons of story, yeah. and we've been craving story, so I was really happy. Great and finisher. And Sami Zayn winning, and the fact that I predicted it also <laughs> on top of that, and I Who wanted him to win. Jason? Like, that was a... I think it was a tie, right, between me and you? Right? 
It depends. Obviously, there were some changes to the matches. I don't think you can count that. I'll even be fair, as I always am. I was going to say, like, you know, you put yourself out by saying... Well, no, but I'm honest. It's weird for Jason to be up in the winner's circle. Honest Jason. Jason. To the winner's circle. Again, I'm here, as usual. And the two losers. Every pay-per-view at the top. Whether it's a tie, whether it's a loan, the champ is here. Randy Orton let me down. <laughs> Shawn Michaels let me Sweet down. Chest music. <laughs> All right, I just want to go into. But yeah, yeah, overall it was it was good. Um, Sorry, it was a good pay per view overall. I left the pay per view feeling good about wrestling in general and the storylines, and looking forward to watching their two long Raw and their their good SmackDown. You know, I'll I'll check in, and uh, yeah. I, oh, if you want a number, I think I was originally I gave it eight point one. I think I'm going to give it. A 7.9. 7.9 was my rating night of. I'll stick. No, I said 7.9. No, I think you said 7.8. Oh, actually, it's very possible. 7.8, oh, okay. 7.9, whatever. I don't know. That's what I went with. I thought it was a fun show. I'm excited to watch the weeklies following the pay-per-view, which is very rare. What would you two idiots give it? I'm far too, uh, far too gone with the wobbly pops to be able to decipher... Point two out of ten. So I'm just gonna go with a point zero zero eight. I'm gonna go with a, a straightforward uh rookie score. Eight. I'm gonna go eight <laughs> out of ten. Eight out of ten. Everybody knows the rules. Okay. Eight. Makes sense. No, I like eight though. It's it's good. It deserves say, an eight, uh, but I give it a seven point nine. I'll say seven point five. Whoa, I'll the, Loman. I'll be the low man. I think it lost Loman. a lot of steam for, or it lost more steam for me in hindsight after that first match than I originally realized. Still quite good, still better than a lot of the pay per views recently. Um, I think just the the crushing of the momentum towards the end kind of did away with it for me. It was basically yeah. two storyline advancements, which is good. Don't get me wrong. And then one wrestling match in between for the last three matches, right? The Bailey and the Roman Reigns storyline advancements. And I, I trend more than the average wrestling fan towards the actual wrestling, I, I'm starting to believe. As much as I do also like the storyline, I think for me it's more towards 50-50 wrestling storyline, whereas others might say story is king and the wrestling oh. doesn't need to be... Up on yeah. that level, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair for pay per views. That's fair. You want you want a yeah, good pay per view has no to doubt. bring it all together. Yeah, on the weekly, I feel like there's so much wrestling, and they have the same wrestlers fighting so often that I need story to help carry me through that. But I completely understand what you mean. Put yeah. it this way: when you look back at the Attitude Era, you don't remember very many matches on no. Raw. Go back and you- watch them. <laughs> you re- you remember the storylines. Yeah. You don't remember the, the matches. And, and the schmozzes. Yeah. So the moment, we wrap this up, I want to touch moments. on Raw really yeah. quickly. I have a couple points. Alistair Black versus Kevin Owens. I'm enjoying it. He started someone to tell touch me on it why bit, they're fighting? Alistair, but he still hasn't. <laughs> because he just didn't have his back when someone tried to poke his eye out. So exactly. wouldn't you go after the guy that tried to poke your eye out? Yeah. This could have been a great storyline, and at the minute, because it's not built, I've seen them on Raw Underground, there's a new gimmick, a new gear and entrance music and stuff that I don't really like. I kind of just don't care anymore. Gear's good. Which is, yeah, the gear's fine, but like, 
I don't understand it. Why? Why have? Why is it changed? And it's like, oh, Alistair Black's returned. <laughs> it's it's only been a week. Like, what do you mean he's yeah. returned? I think they've yes, he returned because spot, right. There's just, I think they guess so they're just trying to repackage him. And someone coming up who could make Kevin Owens yeah. fight Owens fight again, and hopefully that's still where we're going. I mean, there was that amazing moment right at the end before it cut. Jason sent it to the group chat. Uh, he's like, I'll keep fighting. You keep being a bitch. I'll keep fighting. <laughs> you keep being a bitch. No. I... Yo, if, it ma- if it makes Kevin Owens more of a badass like he used to be, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Alistair is very good in the ring. So I just, I'm, I'm still happy that we're seeing more of him because he was kind of gone for a couple months. His theme music is terrible. I, I, I much, much, much preferred uh, Root of All Evil, his old one. Yeah, uh, with the oh, him coming up sick. on the coffin or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, this is just a generic model of Alistair Black or something like that. <laughs> Mister Black, you shouldn't have your name in it unless you're. But the gear the is rock. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah, I mean that, that's it. especially it's, when it's your name's Alistair. <laughs> Alistair, like I'm sorry, it's an old but man Scottish name. burying Alistair's all across like, the globe. Don't get me wrong. If your name is Alistair. like I, I can't call him Alistair. I have to call him Alistair Black because if I call oh, him Alistair, there's a lot of Alistair's in Scotland cool. though. Like Big Al. Yeah, there is, but that's the wrong spelling. The Dutch spelling. I. It's uh, Al. The Dutch. Al- Alasdair is A L A S D A I R in Scotland. Air. Freaky deaky Dutch. So yeah, I, I I think if you start saying it's, <laughs> it's like Alistair, I'm just like I, I don't really now, care. Robert Rude, but before he was Bobby Rude. Yeah. Bobby Rude. Robert. So yeah, Robert I'm glad they Rude. changed it. Um, Mandy and Dana Brooke now a tag team. Mandy Rose wearing a pink oh. outfit, fighting against people in pink and black. I just didn't understand that. They looked like a. a yeah, I don't like that. Apparently, yeah, that's weird. Mandy's outfit was a shout out to uh, Trish Stratus wore a very similar outfit. Yeah, I saw the yeah. tweet. Matches, but I'm just like the, the timing is so stupid. Was it well, a big match also, for Mandy? Um, I, I poor, say what? say yeah, that for an actual big match then. If you're gonna yeah, do yeah. Well, it was her <laughs> debut <laughs> on on Raw with her new brand new partner. Didn't know who it was gonna be. Dana Brooke. Oh, she's still yeah. at the company. Oh, I okay. had I had some real trouble with this match because I could I didn't know who to pick. Did I pick Natty, my favorite female wrestler of all time, or do I pick Dana Brooke, my second favorite female Dana wrestler on the card right now? Match up because I want uh, to and then ask about Jordan. I think she's great. I but she's never like I don't think. Like she's never done anything ever. No, she's think. not, and that's a shame. She's give her, spots, give her, but yeah, give her she's a never had time. A good give run. her a spot. What? I mean, no, she's not. So give her that. Give her some the, time. The saddest to shine. thing out of all of this is Lana did not go through the announce table for a third week in a row. It yeah. ended at two. I was waiting till the end just for it to happen, and unfortunately, it did not. That was a good streak. Yeah, it was great. I guess she just beat like the streak. Jordan's toilet. Terrible. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say too much other than that. I just wanted to uh, talk about it quickly. Is there anything else you guys want to say about the weekend or the week that was? I am very excited to be halfway 
Oh no, in fact I'm very excited to yeah. talk about the draft next week um, Obviously by the time we meet again for another uh, episode of the podcast The entire draft will be what? done, I believe Is that well, right? This, no. this week like it's October 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 draft? 9th, isn't it? Does no, it not start? Oh sorry, sorry, no, it no, starts no, a week on Friday My apologies What we will have by the next week is NXT Ooh, TakeOver 31. That's gonna be we'll sick. have passed. Yes, we can have a look at that, yeah. So, yeah I'll count on Ryan to walk <laughs> me through that. I will. Thank I'll you. watch it. <laughs> and of course, I will obviously bring some information from the world of AEW to your ears um, with the return of Cody Rhodes. That's always uh, exciting. Some good wrestling going on there. So. Why didn't Isn't they just bring, Cody? Why didn't they bring Dana? I think you got Rhodes rap. back. Mandy True. also. They're both SmackDown. And they even said it on the show. They said, yeah, now transferring over from SmackDown, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. A week before the draft? But who I would got, advise who did, not... Uh, okay, did, don't don't pull at that thread. Yeah, let's just leave it be. Like, <laughs> I think let's, just, let's just wait until the draft and see what happens. You know? Who did SmackDown <laughs> get? Did they just say, please take they them? Got <laughs> future, they got future considerations. I mean, they've got this random, elusive woman who we don't know who it is. No one knows. They got the anonymous Raw general manager. Yeah, no, nobody knows. I. Well, I guess that's it. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Four Jobbers podcast. My name is Ginger Heat. We were joined by Jordan the Moose Steves, Ryan, son of dentist, Wax Mamba Waxman, the enigmatic, the charismatic, the psychopathic Jason. <laughs> you can reach us, hello, at the Four Jobbers, or at the four jobbers on social media go and check out my video there's more to come see you next week idiots yeah uh jordan's gotta do the AEWs, and waxman will do the nxts and i'll do the and i'll Raws. do smack dude you actually need to watch okay. them then smack okay dude. bye guys bye goodbye <laughs> <laughs> and toilets and toilets